I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, hour number three. We are rolling through the Tuesday edition of the program. We talked about the fact that Donald Trump has now moved to the top of the overall odds markets to be elected president of the United States in 2024. Uh, There are a lot of different storylines to follow and be associated with there. Um, But a big part of this is what's going to happen with the third party process. And we say this, by the way, on the eve of the second Republican primary debate, which will be taking place in California at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. And that we know Donald Trump will not be involved in. But big story out there is that there may be a third party. Um, and uh, in particular, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. may be entering as a libertarian. Buck is of the opinion, and I think I would maybe sign on with this, that an RFK Jr. libertarian candidacy could be a challenge to Trump as much or more than it would be to Biden. That will be a huge topic of debate, but I've got a poll up right now, and among my group of uh, of Twitter followers out there, about 30% of you said that you would vote. Uh, again, this is on Twitter. You can go vote at Clay Travis. About 30% of you said that you would vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. over Donald Trump. Uh, 60 some odd percent say for Trump, 5% say for Biden. Again, that's people who follow me on Twitter. Anybody can go vote in that poll. Um, and that would suggest that that's not a, uh, ridiculous proposition that Buck may well be right about this overall impact. But I think the biggest storyline is Joe Biden's incompetence. And when I woke up this morning, I saw this thing. This is the headline of Axios, which does a good job with a morning newsletter. One big thing, scoop, 
And, Buck, this is not the kind of scoop that you want associated with Joe Biden. So this is not something where sometimes you're like, okay, they leaked this. They want this story out there. Scoop, Biden's don't trip plan. And I thought, well, certainly this is a metaphor. It can't actually be what it says. No, no, no. The opening paragraph, President Biden and his staff are working on an urgent project to protect his reelection bid, a don't trip strategy. Uh, Democrats, this is, this is crazy. Democrats, including some in the administration, are terrified Biden will have a bad fall with a nightmare scenario of it happening in the weeks before the 2024 election. So what are they doing? Remember, Biden tripped on, fell on the stage at the Air Force Academy. Biden is working every day with a physical therapist to try to improve his balance. Since his stumble in June, Buck, they put him in tennis shoes, with the idea being it's better for him to be walking in tennis shoes, I guess, than dress shoes, which tend to be slicker. I'm, I'm guessing that's the theory. And they have, cha- and this is a big story that I don't think has been talked about enough. They changed the stairs on Air Force One so that the steps are shorter, so he doesn't have to climb as many stairs in order to get on the plane. Now, I, the worst case scenario here, and this is sad to even think about, is when Biden gets off Air Force One, you know, and he stands up at the top of the parapet there, Buck, and waves. As he starts to walk down, he could trip, and then there's a lot of stairs, and you bang and fall and, like, break a bone. And, I mean, he could kill himself falling down as many stairs as there are on Air Force One, which is crazy. But the fact that Democrats have a top story coming out, a little bit over third, for a little, a little bit less than 14 months, 13 and a half months from the election, where the story is Biden is training to try to fall less. They're putting him in tennis shoes and they've had to change the steps on Air Force One. I don't know how they escape this storyline, but it ain't a good storyline that they're terrified that he's going to fall and what it could mean for the 2024 election. Can you believe this is real? Like, would you have ever believed yeah, that this course. was possible? I mean, this of is crazy. Course. I mean, it's this is a recognition of of reality. There's nothing about this that's that's strange. I mean, this. I mean, I shouldn't say there's nothing about them writing this or this being a story that's strange because we can all see it. Of course, it's strange to have a president who's uh, stumbling around in this way. But I I think, man, if if this were I, this is my, my baseline assumption here for everything that we're talking about is if this were September of 2024, um, I think the Democrats would be in a lot of trouble <laughs> with these numbers and Biden and everything else. Um, but it's there's so much time here uh, that they may be able to at some level normalize Joe Biden uh, and, and meaning normalize his physical infirmities. Um, I'm not convinced that Democrats remember what they did with Fetterman. If you criticized his uh, cognition issues, you were being an you were, you were criticizing a man for his disability mm-hmm. and that he's strong and and uh, you should encourage him to come forward and talk about you know the severe depression, all the all of these things. And they turned that around pretty effectively uh, at the time. I'm not convinced that Joe Biden. Uh, I mean, this, this is going to sound crazy and this will probably be, you know, used against me at some point in the future. I'm not convinced that if they wheel Joe Biden out in a wheelchair and they're just like, Hey guys, he's gotten a little bit weaker or whatever that 
that Democrats would necessarily say he can't. They just say his mind is sharp as attack. I mean, this is what they've been saying behind closed doors. We all have to understand, Clay, we're operating in a world where for four years Democrats claimed that there was a plot with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and the Kremlin that involved tapes of prostitutes urinating on the then-president of the United States. Sorry, but that's what the allegation was. Yeah. That there was a Kremlin-Putin-Trump plot with zero evidence to steal the 2016 election. Every person who is on TV talking about Joe Biden, who's a Biden partisan, went along with that. So the notion that... I mean, I, I just think we've entered an era of political mass hysteria. I, I, I think that, um, you know, if, if you want to get a sense of where we are, forget about Axios. Read Gustave Le Bon, the, uh, the, you know, the French political philosopher who just talked about how mobs just want slogans. They want to be around other people. They want it. They want chance. They want to feel like there's meaning to their lives. You know, whatever. All this other stuff we get into. I mean, you know, the marginal tax rate and manufacturing and, you know, I don't know if it really moves the needle. Is is this too crazy for you? No, I don't think it's crazy at all, which is why I think there's there's going to be probably tens of billions of dollars spent over the next 13 and a half months to get ready for 2024. And I think almost all of it's going to be wasted. Because I, I don't think there are that many people that uh, that have not already made up their opinion. Which is why I say, and this has been my argument for a while, and if it's Trump-Biden, it's going to stay my argument. Trump can win three ways, right? One is a third party, although third party could cut against him too, but uh, but I think in general a third party could help Trump. Um, another is, and I think this is going to be true, I think a lot less people, we've got a stake bet I think on this, I think a lot less people are going to vote in 2024 than voted in 2020. Yes, we do have a stake bet on this. I wrote this. I wrote this one down. I yeah. think the turnout will be higher than it was in the last election. You think it will be dramatically lower? Yeah, I think uh, that a lot of people bought into Biden will make America normal again. Just to be clear, we're talking aggregate turnout across Correct. the board. Total, total okay. there are hundred. They counted a hundred and fifty-six million and I'm uh, votes in 2020. I think fewer than a hundred and fifty-six million people will vote in 2024. I'm gonna um, have. Clay cut up my filet mignon into little pieces, you know, and I'm gonna have him call call me like, you know, Lord Lord Buck or something. Go ahead. And then the third here is exactly what they're talking about. I think that Biden could have such a debilitating moment that it's impossible for anyone with a functional brain to vote for him. And that could be he's coming down Air Force One and he just trips and falls and he just bounce like boom, 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 boom. He falls. It could be. At the uh at the debate, uh, to the extent that we have a debate, that he has a <laughs> you're, Mitch McConnell you're moment. The presidency on the president tripping and falling. Are you aware yes. of this? I mean, this is, this is the whole the Axios bug. This is what I'm saying. Their whole story. I mean, I couldn't. You, you, you are you are. I'm falling and I can't get up to Joe Biden right now. You are you are doing that to him. I think that Joe Biden is so incompetent, and I hate that the Democrats have even made this a reality. No one has ever had a discussion about they had to change the president's shoes to try to make it less likely that he's going to fall. I mean, this this is crazy talk that we're in this scenario. And this is the analogy that I was going to make with you, Buck. Sometimes you get so close to an issue, you're going to find this with your book. And it's a perfect example when you write a book. At some point, you've read your book so many times that you can't see it with fresh eyes. 
and this is this is an analogy that I've made before. It's a good one. You guys steal this, all right? If you are married or you have a long-term girlfriend, you steal this. Hopefully they don't listen to the show, but you can steal this and claim it's yours. And I wonder, I bet this has happened to you every now and then, Buck. You're a newlywed. Every now and then you are out somewhere, if you are a man, this has been my experience, I've been married almost 20 years, you are out somewhere with your wife. Maybe it's a grocery store, maybe it's uh, a mall, shopping mall, and you're separated, right? Like maybe you go to get the milk and she's going to get the uh, the chips or the cereal or whatever else. Maybe you're in a bookstore and you're looking in different sections of the bookstore and you come around a corner and you see your wow, wife, I hope this happens to some of you, and for a moment you think, oh, who's that pretty girl? And then you're like, oh, it's my wife. Because you aren't expecting to see her and you see her again in a way that you did for the first time, right? Because you're used to, if you're in your house, you're used to seeing your wife. Um, and maybe women do this for husbands. I don't know. I don't think I'm that good looking. I doubt my wife is like, oh, that's my husband. He's attractive. But I know this happens for me with my wife. You see your spouse as if you are not used to seeing them. It takes you out of the relationship that you're in, and you see it somewhat more objectively. Do Democrats not realize? Because they're so close to this re-election campaign. You're changing the president's shoes because you're afraid that he can't walk in normal shoes and that he's going to fall. You're changing the steps on Air Force One because you're afraid that he's going to trip. That's a sign, if you pull yourself out of the campaign, that you are working to elect someone who is unable physically, I'm not even talking about mentally, unable physically to do the job. Pull yourself out of this crazy, myopic view where you're writing a book and you're so close to it that you can't see it freshly. Fuck, they're crazy. If this all mattered in the way that it matters to you, you wouldn't, meaning if this, if this was as cut and dry and clear of an impact on the electorate, you wouldn't have Trump and Biden effectively tied in all the national polls right now. Now that's not good for Biden. I know you can look deeper in the data and there's a lot of things that indicate weakness and they want different candidates and all this, but you know, every, every Democrat who voted for him last time is going to vote for him this time. I mean, this, this is, that is not changing with Trump as his opponent. There is not a single person that I can think of that I have ever spoken to in real life who was like, yeah, I voted for Biden in 2020. This time around, I'm voting for Donald J. But see, Trump. what they're not going to do is show up. That's my theory. You're right. I think a lot of people, because they're so invested, they may even say I'm voting for Biden. But then they're going to be like, I'm not going to go stand I, in line on Election I, Day. I I'm not even going to fill out this ballot. No one really believes who's casting a ballot for Biden next year no one really would believe that they're voting for four years of biden they're voting for the continuation of democrat control with obama advisors and policies to be implemented that's you know it remember in the beginning with joe biden it was he was a trojan horse and now we see he's like a figurehead right i mean it, it, the trojan horse component was i'm going to unify the country i'm good old grandpa joe you can trust me now He's just the vessel through which the Democrats can continue to pursue the policies they want. I really think, I mean, it's one of the most important political essays I've read all year was that Obama factor uh, essay that we talked about on the show, where it was just this is 
a de facto continuation of Obama's third term with some, you know, old befuddled white dude as the president, you know, in, you know, technically, but the advisors around him and the apparatus of the Democrat party and the, and the cabinet members and all the rest of it is effectively Obama 3.0. And so if that is what you're getting for a lot of Democrats, they're like, well, let's just do Obama 4.0 in essence, without it necessarily even being uh, Michelle Obama who's on the ticket. It's just Joe Biden as the guy. When was the, here's a question for you. When was the last time you think Joe Biden pounded the table in the Oval Office and made a decision that overrode his advisors that didn't have anything to do with Hunter Biden? Yeah. <laughs> Take that off the table. You know what I mean? I don't think it's happened. This is why the, the ultimate question is who's the decider? Ultimately, when you vote for president of the United States, they are putting the most in, you know, cause you walked into the Oval Office and, and, and briefed George W. You're giving the most difficult decisions, people, things that no one else can figure out. You're putting them on that resolute desk. Biden is not the decider in chief. It's a Who's collective. actually making decisions right now? It's a collective, man. It's like, uh, it's like the Paris communes, you know, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of people coming together and, uh, around in the corridors of power and pushing our, well, let's, we, we gotta, we gotta bounce yeah. for a second here. We'll come back. 800-282-2882. Gun owners, you've likely heard me talk about my Mantis X system, which is a firearms training tool that I use at home. It's a no ammo, all electronic system, and it's a really good one. When you can use a training tool like Mantis X on the days or weeks you can't get to the gun range, that's a win. You want to keep your aim intact and you want to keep your skills sharp. And that's what the Mantis X allows you to do. This is a great training tool to have that allows you to improve your accuracy. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, and then it connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback in your technique, tells you how you're performing and improving, particularly with the feedback that the app gives you. If you're like most new Mantis X users, you're going to experience improvement within 15 or 20 minutes. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X dot com. Sanity in an insane world. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. 
or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured. And our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back, team. 800-282-2882. want to take some more of your calls here in the back part of the show. Um, you know, we, we don't have time to uh, play this soundbite for you right now. But we're going to play when we come back, okay? Clay and I both, you know, I, I sit here, I do a radio show every day, and uh, I feel like I'm surrounded by friends, well, all of you listening, but... My my written friends, as in books, history books, all over my studio. People can't really see them, but I have you know just a wall wall of books, mostly history books. I'd say 80 percent history books. Clay, when they start taking the historians and using the historians to make the radical left arguments, mm. I just feel like, come on, man, you know, stay in your lane, historians. But they won't. No one stays in the lanes these days. I get that, and I guess now. Trump is a threat to democracy is what historians have to say. We we need to play that, John Meacham, um, because you and I are both history nerds, and you would think history would teach these historians to have a bit of perspective, and yet they are among the most outlandish in their crazy hyperbole as to what's going to happen if Trump wins. I want to make sure we play this for people because I do think – even by that standard, this is this is madness, and they aren't helping things in any way. Uh, look, you know testosterone levels in America are down 50% from when your grandfather or your great-grandfather were in this country. Do you know that overall, testosterone levels have completely collapsed? And certainly, the Biden White House has the lowest testosterone level of any White House in any of our lives. I'd like to send a truckload of testosterone to the Biden White House and whoever is currently making decisions in the decider-in-chief roles, and it's not Joe Biden. But you can get 
hooked up right now with an incredible offer from our friends at Chalk. You can get 35% off for life on their all-natural male vitality stack. C-H-O-Q, that is chalk.com, C-H-O-Q, 35% off for life when you use my name, Clay, C-H-O-Q.com. Check it out today. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. So I I bet a huge percentage of you are not on TikTok. I am. I have a TikTok account. I've never posted anything. I'm mostly there to make sure my kids don't post crazy things. Um, but we've got a Clay and Buck TikTok account. So if you are interested in TikTok, Buck has spent more time there than I have. Um, a lot of people evidently are now following us on TikTok. Like you said, we've got like 50,000 followers or something on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, there are girls who do makeup tutorials who have like 6 million, but we, we do have 50,000. So <laughs> there's that. Well, this is why I, I, I can barely spend any time on Instagram because, you know, I'm out there grinding away every day for however many hours I'm working. And then, you know, some random hot chick in a bikini has like 4 million Twitter followers. And I'm like, this is probably not my, probably not my place to dominate. Well, she has Instagram so. followers, probably yes. more than Twitter followers. Yes, yes. Oh, did I say Twitter? I meant Instagram. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I, maybe I, she's a scholar as well, but. Yeah. I post from my own Twitter account. Uh, Instagram, you know, I, I have people who post things and everything else, but we have got a, a smart social media team and we have a, a take that we put up. Of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and we, uh, I was ripping Travis Kelsey for taking money from Bud Light, but worse than that, taking money from Pfizer and trying to encourage young people out there, which is the target market that they're using and trying to reach by using Travis Kelsey to get the COVID shot. My argument is certainly, you know, if you're a teenager, 20s, 30s, certainly if you're younger than 20, the idea that you would get the COVID shot to me is, is, is crazy. You actually have far more risk as a young man than you do any benefit. So, but they put up a clip and it wasn't about the COVID shot necessarily. And we got like 500,000, uh, Twitter follow, I mean, uh, views on TikTok. And then we got a strike because the Taylor Swift people evidently were upset because we weren't being nice enough to Travis Kelsey. Clay, Clay got dinged by the Swifties for hate speech. Against Kelsey, that's how this all went down. He all was being of these mean. stories are crazy, by the way. Would you have ever believed that you would be on this show saying Clay got dinged by the Swifties for hate speech about Travis Kelsey? It's a crazy no. world we live in. Or, and you just watched this clip, and I'm about to play a historian clip. You, I, I shared with you, Biden went, spent 12 minutes with the UAW in Michigan and then turned around and got back on the plane but we mentioned that this Axios lead story was about the fact that they have changed the steps for Air Force One. You watch this video. Buck, the new, st- like they're basically putting him in the very bottom of Air Force One. If you have ever seen that sort of majestic scene where the president lands, comes out on Air Force One, or walks up the steps, turns, almost always waves, right? President comes out. It's a very staged affair. Hey, let me wave. I'm at the very top of this huge staircase. Every single one of you listening right now has seen that at some point in time. The idea is it's majestic. Air Force One conveys the pomp, the circumstance, the power of the United States of America. They now, Buck, when you see this the, the, the staircase that they're putting him on, they're basically having him walk up like 15 stairs and go into the bowels of the airplane because they don't think he can walk the stairs anymore. 
again, I just say to everyone out there, if you are a Democrat and you are doing all of this, pull yourself out of how close you are watching this Clay, and think, what are we doing? There, the, the Every Democrat is thinking the choice is between Biden and his Walker and his sippy cup and the end of democracy, okay? That's what they've convinced themselves. Here is historian John Meacham saying that, this is basically the end if we don't have a Biden Democrat victory. Play 10. This whole election, the, the Constitution, think about this. The Constitution, if the numbers are even remotely true, is going to come down to a couple of hundred thousand people in five states. Right? That's, that's where we are. And so, to some extent, the appeal has to be, if you are one of these folks... In Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Arizona, uh, if you're there, do you want to terminate the Constitution? And if you do, you better be sure your team's always going to be in power. Can okay. I make it just a quick wait? I, just a, just a quick case here on the the terminate the Constitution argument. Uh, Donald Trump, at various points when he was president, uh, many points, and I think it was an abuse of the law had federal judges who put forward these universal, one federal judge would say, nope, sorry, president can't do that. And then you know what Trump's response always was? It's not what the Obama response was. It's not what the Biden response was. They would always try to just do it and make someone stop them from doing it. The uh, the Trump response was, all right, well, we'll see you in court, and we'll we'll see if we can make it up through the appeals process and take it to the Supreme Court. Remember, Obama lost the Supreme Court um, 11 out of 13 times on issues of basically abuse of power. That's one part. And the other part, you and I both made this point many times. It's a critical one. Trump was given the biggest invitation to straight-up autocracy in certainly in living memory in this country. I mean, yes. nothing else, I think, even comes close. I mean, even, much more so than even in the aftermath of, of 9-11, we were united to face an enemy. When you're looking at a pandemic and everyone's scared of their neighbor, the opening for autocracy there is enormous. And... While I have some criticisms of everybody involved in COVID, including Trump, um, at the end of the day, he left it to states to make their own decisions and did not take it as an opportunity to be a tyrant. And Joe Biden did take it as an opportunity to be a tyrant. So this notion and, and an unconstitutional one. Yes. Uh, the notion that that Trump is the end of the Constitution is uh, hysterical nonsense. And people who say it uh, should should honestly take a take a walk, calm down. I think from a historic perspective, Trump had an opportunity, the likes of which we have not seen since World War II, to enact sweeping federal power. And obviously, Roosevelt did it during World War II to even use Japanese internment camps as an example. That was how sweeping his power was during World War II. Since then, I do, and your point, I think it makes sense. In the immediate aftermath of 9-11, when we were un- unclear whether there might be more attacks coming, the president, to protect the country, did enact many different policies. But that was a relatively short-lived process. Other than World War II, most of us right now, and I know there are some of you out there uh, that in living memory can recall the World War II process. Most of us cannot. You're right. And... These historians really, and this this particular clip we're playing is John Meacham, but also Michael Beschloss said, do you remember when he said, if 
Republicans win in 2022, there's going to be firing squads. I'm paraphrasing, but he went on MSNBC and basically said people are going to be lining up and shooting uh, people who disagree with them politically. These people are uniquely indefensible to me, Buck, because I look, if you're Corrine Jean-Pierre and you are a partisan political shill and you go on and you make arguments that are untrue, I don't appreciate it, but I understand that it's part of the game. You always talk about Senator Harry Reid lying about uh, Mitt, Romney. Mitt Romney, yeah, and it worked, and, then, and it worked. And so that's it's unfortunate to have lies at the heart of the political process. But if you're a rabid partisan, that often happens. The whole point of being a historian, and certainly one of these public historians who goes on and talks about the context of American history and our unique experiment as a republic, is that you have perspective and aren't a prisoner of the moment. To say that the Constitution won't exist if Donald Trump is elected president, do we, I mean, I would love to hear John Meacham say, okay, so historically, can you point me to a moment in time where any president has been trying to put his chief political rival in prison for the rest of his life? This never happened before, so he wouldn't be able to point to a historic moment. Isn't that a bigger threat than anything that Donald Trump might do if he were elected president? I, th- these people, these historians, frankly, Buck, I mean, I get really fired up about this. The fact that they would go on, because they're leaning, they're using their imprimatur yes. of legitimacy to argue something that is entirely on without defense from a historical basis. Yes. You know, it's like, I, I wrote a big, dusty book about Rutherf- Rutherford B. Hayes, right. so... Listen to me now on the future of democracy in 2023. That's kind of how this goes. Yeah, and they're they're treated as if they are above reproach. I mean, I think Beshelow's saying people are going to get shot, lined up and shot. If like, I think he said, I'm not sure we'll have another yeah. free election after this. This should be credibility destroying immediately. But this Clay, this is all going to why I, you know I think we have to be so careful about analyzing the the feelings and the mood of the country from a right of center perspective people democrats on the left when it comes to trump i mean they we're going now into eight years of this they have been conditioned in in like pavlovian fashion they have been conditioned to be terrified at the prospect of trump being in office again yeah and and that means that you know it's it's a very different calculation than it would be in a normal you know normal election year you know, would would some random Republican up against Joe Biden doddering around uh, do better? You know, I don't think we're going to get to find out. We'll see. Uh, let's let's switch gears here for a second. If your family is one that makes lots of family movies over the course of time, Legacy Box wants to say hello to you. I'm talking about families that wore the video cam out taping birthday parties, uh, Christmas mornings, sporting events, you name it. Legacy Box is the company in Tennessee that has been digitally transferring all that's on those videotapes you've got stored away. They've got the gear, the technology, and the know-how. Their 200 technicians hand transfer every one of your videotapes in several weeks' time, and you get back tapes from them along with brand-new digital files. That can be as simple as a computer link or a thumb drive or even DVDs. We've used this company a time or two for this purpose ourselves, for our families, and they do a great job. Get your tapes in order and ship them off the Legacy Box. They've got a great solution so that you can start watching all those family videos again. Sooner or later, those videotapes you're storing away will disintegrate. Visit LegacyBox.com slash buck to get 40% off. 
That's LegacyBox.com slash buck for 40% off their regular pricing. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang, a weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. We are closing up shop here for the day on Clay and Buck. Uh, I want to remind you to please subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast. Download the iHeartRadio app app and subscribe there you can listen on demand anytime you can listen streaming live on that app i listen to 
I use the iHeartRadio app all the time myself, so I'm a big fan. Also, you can become a VIP at clayandbuck.com. And we have another voice from Kentucky, Mr. Clay Travis, a VIP listener named Patty, who says, I'm a 61-year-old from Kentucky who really likes Buck. I like that he is realistic and speaks common sense, while Clay speaks of rainbows and unicorns. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, I'll accept that. I, I, uh, between the uh, two of us, I would be rainbow and unicorn uh, uh, connected. Okay. That's um, funny. I like I like Patty any, from Kentucky a lot. Great lady. Not Great that lady. there's anything not that there's anything wrong with rainbows and uh and uh and unicorns. Very popular. Um and for people out there who d- who don't know, um who was what was uh, our lovely uh caller who has the best taste in radio on the planet who called from Kentucky Judy earlier. Judy in Kentucky. We have, Judy we have, we have Kentucky. dueling voices Ashland, from Kentucky. Ashland, Kentucky, if I remember correctly. And by the way, Kentucky has one of probably the biggest election in 2023 because the governor is I, I know there's elections in Virginia I know there's elections in Louisiana I'm sure I'm missing some states uh sort of the off-year elections Republicans are going to win in Louisiana we'll see what happens with the legislature um you know this I actually watched the videos by the way Buck of that crazy state representative um the the porn videos they they aren't just wait, the, wait what the the uh, Virginia House delegate candidate oh, yeah. who was okay. making they got sent to me, um and uh, and I, I did the research I clicked on them like this is not this is not like hey um like tasteful nudity right this is not like even Playboy centerfold back in the day this is like really graphic I can't believe that anyone would ever run for political office who made these videos crazy so. Uh, that they got the elections going on in the state of Virginia, um, and then in Kentucky, you have got th- this is big. All right, I mean, I want everybody listening to me in the entire state of Kentucky to sit up and take notice right now. There has been almost no one, as we have talked about on this show, who has been held accountable for his or her failures on COVID. Andy Bashir, the governor of Kentucky, was an unmitigated disaster on COVID. He was a tyrant. He is running for re-election in a red state. Y'all have to rise up and kick his ass in Kentucky. I'm sorry, Daniel Cameron has to win this race. And it's going to be right in the margins, Buck, because evidently no incumbent can be held responsible for screwing up. I lived in Tennessee. I went to Louisville in May of 21. And I went up, had a great time, went to Buffalo Trace, may have had a lot of bourbon. Incredible trip, Buffalo Trace Distillery, awesome time. Buck, Louisville, they basically shut down the whole city of Louisville because of Andy Bashir. You got screwed if you lived in Kentucky because Andy Bashir was your governor. You better be working your ass off to vote for Daniel Cameron if you're listening to us right now in Kentucky. And Andy Bashir has to be beaten. I'm fired I, up about this race. It's the, I, it's, I the, it's the most consequential, closest race probably that's going to happen in November anywhere in the country, and I, Daniel Cameron has to win. I thought Clay and I were going to have a conversation about, in a 1v1 match, what is the scariest animal that we could beat in a fight to the death, <laughs> each one of us. Clay wants to talk about up. serious political issues. End of show, I was thinking, because there are people out there, for example, that, you know, 
talking crazy talk. They think they could beat a ten foot alligator. We should have uh, this conversation tomorrow. I think I could. I think I could kill an alligator. You think you could take a ten foot alligator? Not a ten foot alligator. On, no. On on land, not at water. You're, you're toast. You have no shot. Oh but no chance. On land, you. Think- I think I could take. I think I could take a five to six foot alligator. And here's my theory on why I think I could beat the alligator. I've studied this. <laughs> you flip the alligator over. This is big. Alligators, a lot of people don't know this, and I may save somebody's life in Florida right now. I know, they can't open their mouths very well. The musculature is very weak. That's right. This is is how I would win. You, yes, Buck, you're right, but did you know if you can flip a gator over, you get them on their back, they go to sleep. If you hold, they can't, I swear this is true. I swear this is true. You hold their mouth, they can't open your mouth if you hold it, and then you get them on their back, they go to sleep, and then I would just go like the people's elbow right on the unprotected undercarriage of the alligator over and over and over again until I killed them. I would go as long as I needed to, elbow, 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 right in the midsection. I think I could kill a five- or six-foot uh, alligator that way. Five or six feet, maybe. But we're really, we really got to get into the eight- to ten-footer range. For no, I would lose a- that battle. But I say I could kill a five- to six-foot yeah. alligator. I mean, I could kill a... Two foot long great white shark, probably, but that doesn't mean I could take like a real great white shark. Well, but that Play you could like skewing you this. Could, uh, no, but you could throw the uh, the great white shark if you grab the tail. You could just throw it out of water and it would it would die, right? You learn I'm talking all the about really important things on this elbow, show. Everybody. Flip them over, they go to sleep. Elbow midsection, that's the win. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. 
Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.